Bobby Bones post-show pre-show. Let me first recommend that after this podcast is over, you check out Amy Brown's podcast, Four Things with Amy Brown. Her fifth thing is emails and questions from you guys. On today's episode, poodle science. What the? What is that? What? Who? Oh, well, you have to go listen to find out what poodle science is. Well, that's not a good tease. Can you tell? give us a hint? Tonight well, at 7, the most dramatic episode. <laughs> well, we're only going to tell you what the episode is, but just trust us. You'll want to watch it. It's a really good analogy to help understand health and weight. Can I ask you a question about what you have going on po- outside of your podcast? Because Amy has a podcast network that she's starting okay. with shows kind of under her umbrella. I have 10 or 11 shows at this point that we talk about. Amy's now starting her podcast network. Little entrepreneur over there. Love it. Can't get enough of it. However, I hear it's about your your therapist that you're giving a, a show to. Yes. Can I bring this up? Yeah, sure. You now can't go to your therapist because she's now going to do a podcast for you. Correct. We had to terminate our relationship. And you loved this therapist. I love her. And I, I thought to myself, why would Amy sacrifice something that's working for her because for, for work, for business. Right. That's something I would do. Okay. <laughs> well, because I feel as though she's very relatable and a really good therapist, but also not all therapists would be a good podcaster too and just do good interviews and put out good content for people to consume. And she's very passionate about everyone needs therapy, which is why her podcast is called You Need Therapy. But- not everybody can go to therapy. Not everybody can afford therapy. So I thought if I bring her under my umbrella and we're able to help her reach more people and more people get the benefit of her advice and tips, that is more to me than my weekly visit. And she's helping me find a new person that is going to fit what I need. So that's that's why. I just felt like it was better served to uh, more people. And I, I truly believe in her, so I thought that'd be better. Is that show out? Well, yes, she has it. We're launching. Yeah, when are you launching? Next, uh, I think the week of October 20th. Okay. 20th. Well, let us know. Yeah. We'll, we'll, put, we'll bring her on the show here. Yeah, she's awesome. It. Yeah. Fine. And Great. yeah, I know she had to send me the termination paperwork and what that. And she was against it, by the way. She's I'm like, against I'm it not. too. However, it's already done, so good. Yeah. <laughs> good to And I deal. thought, well, no, 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 no. This is going to be better this way. And then honestly, now I can just ask her about anything any old time. I'll be like, so we should record a podcast about this. And Amy's <laughs> using it to. <laughs> and like, That's I can funny. text her and she's like, now we can actually be friends. Like we couldn't really, she followed all the rules. Like didn't follow me on Instagram, didn't do any of that because she was trying to respect the relationship. But now- now we're friends. But now if you're like her boss, she's like, mm, I know where this is coming from. Mm. I'm not a boss. I mean. Yeah, you are. I mean, in a way there's, but she's, she's her own content What creator. is your podcast network called? The Amy Brown Podcast Network. Really? Love it. Yeah. You guys, <laughs> because, do, listen, you guys do a whiteboard and put no, a bunch that's of creative. Actually, yeah, I thought about it. And then uh, uh, Julie, uh, made major person in our company that was talking with me about it was like, well, you know, we had this one guy we worked with and we named it something else and nobody knew what the heck it was because (laughs) it wasn't associated. And I was like, well, not that many people even know who Amy Brown is. She's like, but at least people that are coming, if they know you, they'll be there for that, for that reason. If we call it something totally random, then nobody will know anything. I would have given you different advice, but now you're married to it and there you go. Well, what would you suggest I name it? I suppose it's not too late. Well, I didn't name mine the Bobby Bones Podcast Network. I know, but you already have a really big name. But I didn't need people. I didn't. I want shows that are completely 
independent of me that I will help, but I don't need them to be known to be associated with me. Okay. So, and, and also I liked NPN, Nashville Podcast Network. I oh, liked the, the letters. The like acronym. There was a logo you could make that mm-hmm. was... F- so I wouldn't have done Amy Brown. Well, Podcast I have a la- I have my logo kind of matches my four things with Amy Brown. It, I don't know. Is that bad? Should I redo it? I can redo You're it. already in. You committed. I'm not in. You gave it the engagement ring. You're- no, I didn't. Well, that was, that was the advice I was given. So, but I didn't think it was like that my name would bring anybody to it. It just would be recognizable for my listeners. It'd be great. <sighs> Sounds like it. It'd be great. It's, it's going <laughs> to be great. I would listen to this show. So I have a question. Yeah. How did you um, propose the show to your therapist? Like, was it during a session or did you call her? To not yeah. pay her <laughs> once? Like, you need a way to get out of a... No, yeah, here, like, I uh, don't want to pay you anymore. No, she ha- had put out a podcast on her own. So she's already ah, doing it. Like, You it. Need Therapy is out there, but it's not, she doesn't have any support. Like, no network, no, like, people that can help her with any promotion or advertising. And so I thought... When this was presented to me, I thought, oh, well, I have the perfect person. So that's how. Got it. Speaking of podcasts, on The Sore Losers, Raymundo gives betting picks. Don't ever listen to them. Thank Ter- you. Terrible. What happened? Yes, I, well, I try to tell you, I'm dude. one and three now, Ray? I believe we're two and three together. It, we were dead even at 500, and then we lost that one. So, yes, we would we would lose Not money. Not we, we, we. I just bet your picks. I bet my own. On my own, I'm five for six. Correct. We, we would have lost money in Vegas. This isn't a... a positive business that we've created together. So yes, right now we're losing money. So it's either, do we keep going with the picks or do we bail on it? Here's the thing. When I bet, again, I'm five for six. Yes. But if you take his advice, you're what? Under 500, Mm -hmm. two and three. If you listen to our podcast, we give picks and and Raymundo gives lock picks. And And, and all our listeners, they already know by now that whatever he picks, they bet opposite and they're in the positive. Which is called fading. Yeah, they fade (laughs) fade fade rate. Right. And they make a lot of money. (sighs) I'm just, what's your lock this week? Oh boy. I know. You know what the definition of insanity is? They say is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Mm. But I think maybe he hits this week. Oh my gosh. Well, I know it's uh, I mean, I, know I hate doing- betting NFL, by the way. Well, I it is NFL. It's uh-huh. NFL, and it is actually considered last week, but it's the Titans game tonight. I mean, it's one of my bigger locks I've ever had. What ever? Is the lock? Yes. What's the lock? Buffalo Bills minus two and a half. Wow. Yeah! They're only under- a two and a half point favorite. Uh, I saw three and a half. Are you doing it? He's looking at it. That game's tonight, Raymundo? Yes. Yeah. I think that's uh, right. You're on the right side of that one. What? Uh, what's the number there? Yeah, it's three and a half. Three and you a still, half. Are you still on it? Absolutely. Line must have flipped a little bit while I was logging some hours at work. But yes. right. that's four, buddy. What? That's four points. Are you, Eddie? I've been betting more and longer than no, you. No, I'm ever. just are you telling Ray. Less I'm telling Ray. He started at two, and now he's three and a half. That's four points. I just asked him if he's st- stepping by it. Okay. Ray, are you staying by it? Yeah. It's yeah. Not four points. Three and a half. It's three and a half, but yeah, Eddie's yeah. rounding it to the four. But yes, Buffalo minus three and a half if you're betting at home. Okay, Ray. I just oh sent boy. You, I just sent you cash. All right, and five bucks for yourself. Gotcha. I give him a little, little bite. Yeah. Thank what you. What do you call that? Is that well? The vig is what you would call yeah, it yeah, if you're betting the bookie. Yeah, but he's not really a bookie. <laughs> and it. it gets legal here in, in Tennessee to bet. You keep saying that, and I'm like, November, when is this happening? November first. Okay, good. I cannot wait. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And then you'll stop using Ray? Once yeah, I'm going oh, my own way. Man. Good. We'll make some kizash. I'm talking about. Thanksgiving turkeys are going to be smaller this year because Why? of the pandemic. 
They got smaller? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't grow as much. I don't know. They just said Thanksgiving turkeys are going to be smaller. <laughs> here, I, have, I have a story here. Because I, I just saw the headline and thought, you know, I like turkey for Thanksgiving, but it's a little overrated. Yeah. The whole holiday is built around turkey. Uh, mm-hmm. And I like turkey. And you, it can be overrated and you still like it. Yeah. But and you can do ham. You can do chickens, hens. With Thanksgiving approaching, many people are considering fewer place settings because of coronavirus, smaller gatherings, the presentation of the Thanksgiving bird could turn out to be a less grand affair as well. Food industry experts expect there to be smaller turkeys, even smaller whole breasts or drumsticks, citing various surveys, food places. Um, I don't know. It didn't really say why. I think people are just using the whole, like, because it's like blank, blank because of corona. And I don't even think they know what they're talking about. Like, I played golf the other day, and they're like, we need the golf carts back by 6.30 because of corona. I'm like, does that when it comes out? Like, I'm confused. Why do we need the cards back by 6.30 because of Corona? Corona starts peeking around the trees right. about 6.15. Makes his entrance at 6.30. The turkey's going to be smaller because of Corona. Maybe I would think they sanitize. don't have as many people working and they don't have as many cart people. That, Maybe. Yes, but that's, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. That's, that's what I would think, that they've You're had to limit right. their staff because they're not being able to pay as much. They don't have people to put the carts up at night. Where did you play where this happened? Uh, it's a place called Nashboro, and they go, yes. Because Kate- Corona, 6.30. Caitlin told me yesterday, she goes, you should play golf with Eddie Wednesday. And I was like, why? She goes, because me and Abby are going out to dinner. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I agreed to speak on this. Maybe. Well, what? I'm supposed to talk. I, there, this class at the University of Arkansas talks about people running for office that didn't aren't lifelong politicians. And they were like, hey, can you zoom in and speak to our class? And so I said, yeah. And I think it's at 2 tomorrow. But now it gets dark at like... Early, right? Earlier. TBD. Let me figure it out today. Okay, let me know because I have to consult with the boss. Um, no, I'm right And here. that takes you're, time. You're free to go. My other boss. Oh, okay. There's that. Uh, let's see. What else do I have marked here? Amy is getting her daughter a phone, maybe? Well, yes, we're talking oh about it. That's happening. We've, had, we've talked about sure. this on the show, but what's the new yeah, news? It's happening. I think it's going to probably happen for Christmas, but we're looking at a Gab phone, G-A-B-B. Have what's you heard that? of I've it? I've heard of it. It looks just like an iPhone, so that way kids aren't, you know, embarrassed. Like, embarrassed isn't the right word, but it looks like a smartphone. Not necessarily an iPhone, but a smartphone, but it's not really that smart. It doesn't give them access to all the things, but what's they can the still have a phone. What's the selling for a Gab phone? It's a way to limit, it's a way for kids to feel like, okay, I have a phone, like I can call when I'm out, I, I can look like I have a phone because everybody has a phone. According to my daughter, everybody has a phone <laughs> at the school, everybody. Yeah. And honestly, now that she is playing sports, there was one day where her soccer practice, she wasn't at the place where I normally pick her up because they were over at the softball field doing something different and I didn't know. And she's like, I didn't have a way to call you. And then- it would be helpful, um, but, you know, a lot of the, the phones that are meant for kids kind of look like they're for kids. So the Gab phone doesn't. It looks like an adult phone, but doesn't have all the, you know, apps and different things. The social media pressure. I just don't want her in that yet, but I want her to be able to call or text if she wants. And is a Gab phone cheaper? I have no idea yet. I think I- the new iPhone comes out today, by the way, or at least, at least it gets uh, pre-order, right? Announced, Announced today. Where this one you can ride to work. You just get on it. Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It drives yeah. itself. At this point, for what they're charging for it, yeah. What mm. number is this? 69? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know. But. <laughs> is that well, true? No. Lunchbox. Oh. 69. <laughs> 69. Do you get with the Gap on with a big service? 
I I like I don't know the details yet. I've just looked at their website, and yeah, I mean they're on a normal plan, but I don't know if I go to like you know Verizon or right. AT and T. But I just didn't know if she will like that. She doesn't know yet. That's what I'm looking at. And honestly, I part think it's of me, a great middle ground. Okay. And listen, I, I fight for her because she is very responsible, and she's at the age where you have to start giving them a little bit of a little bit of liberty. How old is she? I agree. She's 13. 13. She's going to be 14 in August of next year. But that's uh, 14 in August. That's well, a year if you're 13, what? you will be the next number. <laughs> that's a year away. I mean, in April. I'm going to be 42 her birthday's in, March. in April. <laughs> she's like she's going to be 17 and. In 2024. <laughs> you can have, like, the, the Gab phone has uh, 14 essential apps. So it has music phone, messaging, contacts, Great. camera. Sounds cool. I think that's a fantastic, and she can do social media on your phone. Has it, yeah. That way I can monitor love it. it. It has a calendar. Like it, love it, want some more of it. Get her that phone. Oh, nice. A voice recorder and a clock. Well, you're acting like those are fancy things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, wow. I on it. Guys, <laughs> sit down. There's a clock. <laughs> what the? Yeah, yeah. And FM radio. Okay, listen. We oh, they have FM radio on our phone. That's actually cool because phones don't have that. I mean, you have to stream us on iHeartRadio. You're like seriously, that is kind of yeah. Cool. No, they don't. iPhones don't, don't put FM radio on them. So that's I, cool. Yeah. So you have to listen to FM through streaming. Okay, that's what's up. I think we're we're gonna wrap this now. Enjoy today's show. We are gonna launch. Are we launching the new show this weekend, Mike? Uh, starting it. Yeah. I mean, what is today's Tuesday? We can have it by Friday, right? Saturday. I think he's out. Scuba's yelling at something at me. He's, oh, and he's because the production guy Sykes, his wife is having a baby today or tomorrow, so they're going to be out for a week. That's so I'll be back by Thursday. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, so if not this weekend, next weekend, we're launching a weekend show on this podcast feed. It's when? What are we naming it? It is Bobby Bones Network. <laughs> it's not Bobby Bones Weekend Show. What is it, Mike? It is. I said this to him last night late. Best bit of the week show with Morgan number two. The best bits of the week show with Morgan number two. Oh, that's cool. Where she talks about and plays back the best, most commented on, that kind of thing. Yeah, most engaging topics of the week. Yeah, and so she goes on and takes the best stuff from all the week and makes a podcast on the weekend. Fun. Oh, that's awesome. So that'll start at, not this weekend, but next weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. Thank you, guys. I have to interview, um, I mean, I get to interview Lee Greenwood in a little bit this morning. I'm going to put him on the Bobby cast. I just awesome. got I just got to know about, I mean, he has one song, but the yeah. song is so massive. I know, and he probably talks about it all the time. And I wonder, are you tired of it? Mm-hmm. Are you tired of talking about it? Or are you like, this pays the bills? So I'm going to interview Lee Greenwood for the Bobby cast. All right, thank you, guys. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Here's today's radio show. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby, Bobby. Transmitting. Welcome to the big show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Let's go to Anita in Maryland, who is standing by. Hey, Anita, how are you? Good, how are you? Pretty good. What can I do for you? So I have an update for you guys on the boyfriend situation. Did you call last week? Yes, sir, I did. I was the one who said me and my boyfriend were on and off for 10 years. And what was my advice to you? Your advice to me was to sit him down and pretty much tell him, okay, I don't want to be in purgatory for long. I want to be in heaven or I want to be in hell. <laughs> I don't know which is which, by the way. <laughs> I don't know the relationship. <laughs> Do you guys remember this call? Yes. Okay. okay. So how we finished the radio show. I talked to you. What happened? So two days.
days ago, uh, our soccer coach had her wedding. And at the after the ceremony, we got home. Um, we were laying down in the room. I was just chilling. He was chilling. He says, hey, babe, look over here. And I said, what's up? He had the ring in his hand and said, will you marry me? It would be an honor for you to be my wife. You didn't even have to say anything to him. Boom. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, did he hear it on the radio that you had this yeah. call with us? Um, actually, I p- replayed the podcast version of it. Okay. To him? Yes. Okay, so we had a part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We okay. pressured him a Here little we bit. Go. We got him. <laughs> okay, how do you feel about that, Anita? <laughs> to be honest with you, I still haven't processed it all. I'm, I'm like, as you can tell, I'm speechless. <laughs> We just got them engaged after yeah. 10 years. Yeah, yeah wow. It's a long time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And to be honest with you guys, he's going to be my um, second marriage. I had a prior marriage in the first um, five years or four years of me knowing him, and that's where my kids came from. Well, good for you. I'm, I'm glad you're happy here. Did he admit that the podcast pushed him, or did he say he already had the ring? Um, also, I bought the ring oh. originally, and... The podcast pushed him. That's, you guys. That's what we like. Ah, that's what we like. Yeah. yeah, baby. People need to push sometimes. I couldn't thank you guys enough. I really, I couldn't <laughs> thank you guys enough. Okay. That's so, very, very good. That's Bobby, how I like. Congratulations yeah. to you as well. Thank you very much. You know, the podcast pushed her too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to almost say no. Um, okay. Anita, congratulations. Do you know when you're going to get married? 10 years. Uh, we're planning on it. So both of our birthdays are in July. So we're thinking, I'm July 1st, he's July 27th, so we're thinking dead in the middle or around, like, the 4th. Well, congratulations. I'm glad that we could play a very small part in pushing him to make the correct decision. You know, sometimes we Thank guys you, yeah. just need to be kicked in the butt. That's right. Not for not because it's not what we want to do. It's just because it's like we won't do it unless someone <laughs> kind of leads us that way. So I'm glad that we could be the, the boot that went in his butt. All right, Anita, have a great day. You too, you too. Bye, right. studio. Bye. Bye. Um, Nico Moon comes in later. Ray, do we have a clip of Nico Moon? He's got a really good song here. He's going to come play this for us in just a little bit, at least to some of it. Here you go. We just trying to catch a good time, even if it takes all night. So Nico Moon coming up in a little bit. Glad you guys are here. This is a wild story. This locksmith went over to this woman's house. It's in Utah. And he goes, you know, I got there. And she walked out to me and was like, hey, how's it going? But then she held up her hand, and on her hand, she had written 911. She couldn't say it out loud, but she had written 911 on her hand. Oh, my gosh. He didn't think a lot of it the first time. Thought maybe she just had it written there to begin with. He said, but then she did it again and featured it prominently. He said, and that was a red flag. And the guy wants to keep his name private. So he goes, I made contact with her to let her know, yep, I saw it. So didn't say anything, just like holds extended eye contact. By the way, you got to be freaking out in all ways. What's happening yeah. to her? Is she okay? What's gonna, What may happen to you? Because mm-hmm. you don't call 911 because somebody's nice in there. So he noticed a guy, he says, shadowing her. And he said that he was also, the guy shadowing her was controlling her cell phone because she had to pay for the Venmo to get the locksmith to do his work. So he's like, man, something isn't right. So he calls the the cops. Later on, they go to the house. The woman, when the cops got there, runs out of the house as fast as she can. This is from ABC4 there in the area. 
Authorities say a deputy entered the house, encountered the guy, learned that he had been in a relationship with her, allegedly barged into the house without her permission. According to the police report, the 45-year-old had held her down on the bed, did stuff against her will, threatened to stab her in the throat, and vowed to burn down her house. And, And then wouldn't leave. This guy has police records for stalking and felony robbery. He was arrested on charges of aggravated kidnapping because he wouldn't let her leave. That's kidnapping. Mm. Quote, the lady was pretty smart to be able to do that. This is the locksmith. I'm glad that the woman, the lady is safe and nothing bad happened. So one, great thinking on her part because she knows she had to write it down in her hand too when the guy wasn't looking. Yeah, for sure. And then two, this locksmith, good on him for not only noticing it. I think we all would have noticed it and been like, oh crap. But I would have been like, Oh, crap, what's wrong? <laughs> You're like, quiet, quiet, quiet. He was like, got it, held eye contact, played it cool, unlocked the lock, and then walked out and called the cops. Dang. Yeah, that's pretty cool. What a wild story. Yeah, pretty crazy. And this guy had so much composure. Again, he didn't put his name out there or I'd recognize him um, over and over again. But that is a – and you know when you bust out and somebody's doing something illegal and then also they have charges against them like – stalking, felony robbery. He could easily kill her. He obviously is making bad decisions and doing things wrong at a high level. There's no reason he wouldn't do it again. Mm-hmm. So that locksmith saved her life. I read that story. I was just blown away by it. I read one other story while we're doing Bobby's Blown Away. They sold a T-Rex skeleton for $31.8 million. Wow. Whoa! An unnamed buyer, because it was up in auction... A Tyrannosaurus Rex was sold for $31.8 million. The near-complete T-Rex skeleton named Stan now belongs to an anonymous buyer who secured the milestone bid at the 20th Century Evening Sale held at Christie's in New York. The hefty price tag dwarfs what Chicago paid for a T-Rex named Sue when they bought it for $8.4 million in 1997. Sue had been the most expensive dinosaur. Stan, and I'm looking at it now, and it's as big as you could think. It's massive. It's, it's a whole skeleton. Mm-hmm. And so going in his house, like, what is he going to well, do? Are you assuming that? it's a he? It's yes. Anonymous. Could be a woman. Could be a woman. Yeah, sexist. Probably yeah. Like lunchbox, when, lunchbox versus the ladies. You're basically <laughs> yeah. that right now. Probably a man. Could have 31 million. <laughs> but they thought it would go at like $8, 9000000 million and be around Sue, but it went for $27.5 million. God. If I was... Jeff Bezos, I used to walk into my house and have nothing but T-Rex skeletons. <laughs> a whole he has so much money that I would have. A, so thought that was a crazy story, too. Both those stories blew me away this morning. Got this voicemail last night. Hi. Good morning, studio. So I was calling because I think the bit of Lunchbox going to the Vasilax murder house is hilarious. I didn't realize how close it was to Ray's wedding. Since Ray has kind of been a groomzilla about other things, is he worried at all about Lunchbox going to this haunted place so close to his wedding and maybe bringing back some bad or spooky vibes? Keep us posted. Let us know. Love the show. Love you guys. What do you think, Raimundo? Well, whatever. We've been doing that for months. So, I mean, I knew it was going to fall, I believe, the same week as the wedding. So I've I've seen it coming. It's not like it surprised me. Huh. Here, play the imaging. I want to talk about something. Seven days until Lunchbox goes to the ex-murderer ghost house. Hi, I'm Chucky. Want to play? <laughs> We're one week out. <laughs> That's crazy. What, what's the latest? Who's Because I was told Lauren's not going with you now. Yeah, she backed out. What? Lauren Lena backed <laughs> yeah, out on she Lunchbox. She backed out. 
which kind of puts us in a weird spot because now we got to find somebody to go with him in seven days. If you're new to the show, man, a month ago, we found this house in Iowa where all these people were murdered. And I couldn't believe people were touring it. So Lunchbox is going to go spend the night in it. He's oh. going to drive up, spend the night. But as of right now, he's going by himself. He called Lauren Elena, the country singer. She's like, I'll go. Well, now she's backed out. Where do we stand now? Oh, uh, you're looking at it. What day is it again? <laughs> we got it. We got one week. I mean, it, it's uh, the night, uh, the 20th, 20th. The 20th. And he claims that he's scared. He just doesn't want to drive like 10 hours there, 10 hours back. I wouldn't either. Honestly. Sure, but right. I think it's I mean, really he's scared to be alone at the house. And I would too. Okay. I, both of those. Right. I understand. Well, yeah, I don't want to be alone at the house. That's creepy. But also, that's a lot of, I mean, that's just unsafe for me because I'm going to be up all night with these dang ghosts. I can't drive. Oh, you're not sleeping? I don't know. I don't know how the ghosts treat you. This is a two-parter. Raymundo, are you worried about him bringing ghosts or spirits to your wedding? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I believe if there are ghosts, they stay near the Vasilla house. I think we're fine. We're states away. Scuba Steve, what's the latest on who can go with Lunchbox? Uh, if he wasn't so damn picky, he'd have a guest to go with him already. <laughs> but he is so relentless on who he goes with, and he has to know them. My new pitches are Gator, who works here in the building, Battle, and then some, Battle. You know, he doesn't do your podcast and, sometimes? And no. Battle's okay. even said that he wants to go and he can bring ghost equipment to take uh, sounds and video and stuff like that for the show. I think he'd be a great guest to go ghost with Ghost equipment. No, no, see, <laughs> Scuba acts like I'm being picky. No, I just don't want to go with random strangers that I don't know. Be but we stuck. even mentioned people who aren't strangers and he's still like, I don't no, want to yeah, go with no, that yeah. person for 10 no, hours yeah. and 10 hours back. <laughs> I get it a little bit. No, no, no. He's acting like I'm being but, unreasonable. But I would say <laughs> if you're so unreasonable... You may end up having no one. Ooh. So it's like you have to look. As we're pushing you, you should probably push back, but then stop somewhere in the middle. Was Gator willing to go? We haven't even asked Gator. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, we, we haven't we, even asked. Yeah, no. he won't be able to go. He's got kids <laughs> and a wife, and a, he's got to run an important job. The I biggest know, radio station in town. Definitely a solid choice because he could. What about, for you. would you go with, with Abby, our phone screener? Sure. I mean, I don't really know her. It's going to be awkward as crap. No, no, but... Abby's awesome. Yeah, Abby actually mentioned she wanted to go. Is that is that still factual? Or still what you're thinking? Abby, would you go and not answer phones for a day? I would go, yes. Okay. But he thinks it's go. awkward now. Well, it would be awkward. <laughs> I get it. It would be awkward, but it's probably going to be awkward with anybody you're going to go with. Because I don't think your cousin or your mom's going to go with you. Amy, don't look at me like I'm crazy. You would not be stuck in a car for 20 hours with with a street. Yes, I would. Abby. You'd be fun. Come on, we can bond. (laughs) So here's what we'll do. We have a week. You can have the rest of this week to find somebody that you would prefer. If we're not there by Friday, it's going to be Abby. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, nothing against Abby. I just don't know her very well. I mean, it's just awkward. To be fair, she doesn't know you very well. <laughs> well, you're right. It's going to be awkward she's for her, She's willing too. to go, and I I'm understand sure she that. knows. She's, Abby's cool. I'm not saying she's not. Okay. Who is your first-round pick to go? Man, I really... Because you're I, saying who not, but who too? I, I mean, I don't really know. I've asked so many people. People aren't willing to take off work because they're like, I'm not wasting my vacation days to go do that. thing. They have real jobs, so it's just been, it's been a nightmare. <laughs> I think battle <laughs> is a great... Uh, option if you wanted a dude to go with you. Yeah. Because you know him. He, you does know your, him. he does your Sore Losers yeah. podcast, right? Doesn't he? No, he's never been on the podcast. Oh, he hasn't? Has Do you just talk about him? Yeah, we just talk about him every once in a while. Okay. So the guy you make fun of on your podcast <laughs> can go with you or her, Abby, our phone screener. Yeah. Think about that. Unless you have a better suggestion. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. A week from now, Lunchbox heads off. 
to the Vasilla Axe uh. Murder House. We rented him a car, right? Or we got him a car? Nice car? Yeah, yeah a nice car from Toyota. Toyota Cool Springs hooked it up. And now I'll make sure you get some snacks. <laughs> what kind of snacks do you like? Man, I gotta have that jerky on I like the right. jerky, and too. You gotta, gotta have yeah. the sunflower seeds. Bobby Bones, The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Luke Combs posted a teaser of a new song called My Kind of Folk. It will be available on his deluxe album that's out on October 23rd. Here's a clip. They ought to be logging, so working this hard and still having this much fun. Get it done, drink a beer, catch a fish on a deer, and then we'll fire up a little smoke. Me and my kind of folk. The CMT Music Awards announced the final nominees for Video of the Year. Carrie Underwood, Keith Urban, Kelsey Ballerini, Luke Combs, Miranda Lambert, and Tanya Tucker are all nominated. Fans can vote at vote.cmt.com. Tim McGraw shares how Faith Hill played a big role in him recording his song, I Called Mama. She was like a, a hand that weighed in big time on this song and really said, you know, that song will mean a lot to people. And for her, having three daughters and having her as their role model, I feel as a dad so fortunate that they can look to her as a guidepost for their life as women. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Brad Hathaway, he's 88 years old and exactly 32 years ago, he went to the doctor, got a checkup, and the doctor said, look, man, you just need to exercise. Go on walks or something. He said, all right. So <laughs> that day, he started walking three miles a day ever since. And so today, he's logged 24,901 miles. That is equivalent to one round around the earth. Wow. <laughs> so he, he kind of reminds me of Forrest Gump a little bit. Kind of like, I just kept walking. I went walking. Yeah. <laughs> So is his health better? Yeah, he says he feels great, and there's no signs of stopping. He's going to keep walking his three miles every day. And that is dedication. You know, Mike D., Mike, how much weight have you lost total? 100 pounds. He lost over 100 pounds Mm. by just walking at first. Then he was like, well, I think I can jog now. He cut out sodas. And, man, it's the small steps. If you want to do big things in life, you have to do the small things right. People are so focused on what can I do massive to change my life? Well, what you can do massive is look at the tiny things you can do better that you think are inconsequential but are actually the most important part of it. That's a great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Parma Heights, Ohio. A man called police saying he was leaving a bar when someone attacked him and stole his cigarettes. Police arrived. He's like, yeah, this dude came up, stole my cigarettes. Someone needs to be arrested. He was highly intoxicated, and the cigarettes were in his back pocket, not his shirt pocket. So they weren't even stolen. Oh, my gosh. He just happened to be drunk. Yeah, so he was arrested for public intoxication. There you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. We're just minutes away from Nico Moon being in the studio. You may know this song right here. We just trying to catch a good time. He's going to play a little bit for us. Kind of hear his story, so that's coming up. He's also written four number ones for Zach Brown. So we'll come back with Nico Moon in just a few minutes. But before, I want to talk about Lunchbox. So you think there is a stalker coming by your house? Yeah, no, I know there is, and I don't know if they're threatening me or what, but I woke up the other morning, and I go out to get in the car, and there is a sign on my car, like a handmade sign that says, and it has a bunch of witch hats all over it, and it says cuties. And then underneath it, it has Vasilla Axe Murder House 2. And then it has the, next to every hat, it has the number one, then two, and it counts seven, and number eight is a question mark. Like, are they threatening to kill me? Why do we think there are eight 
Because there were Witch seven heads. people murdered at the axe. Oh. So are they saying I'm going to be the eighth one? Are they coming to my house to threaten me saying, watch your back? But why are they coming to my house, first of all? First, how they find your house. Exactly. Like, what are they doing in the middle of the night, creeping around my yard, putting things on my car? First, was this anyone on the show? Be honest if anyone's doing this to Lunchbox. Because he would do this to you guys. Sure. But I'm just asking, is anyone no pranking Lunchbox? No be honest. Yes, we are. Yeah, no. we are. I'm calling honest rule. Yes, honest rule. Is it, Raymundo, are you pranking Lunchbox? No, I saw the coloring. I could never do that, and my fiance would never be down to do something like that. I feel like it was a, a woman's handwriting. Because this, this is weird that they would come to your house and put this on your car. Yeah. So, Cuties, obviously, is that show you liked on Netflix. It was a good movie, yes. Solid movie, and I would recommend it to everybody out there. Give it a chance. But it's controversial because a lot of young kids are... Dancing in it. Okay. And then secondly, <laughs> it says Vasilla Axe Murder House, which Lunchbox is going to next week. Seven hats, but then the eighth has a question mark on it. Like, they are numbered. Did you call any... One I didn't know what to do. Like, what, I'm going to call the cops mm. and be like, what do you want me to do with this? <laughs> and that's yeah, how I weird. feel right now. Like, like, they, w- they can't fingerprint that. Maybe. What do you think about this, Amy? I mean, I I had nothing to do with it. I think someone is messing with him, though. Someone that's close to him? Yeah. Maybe it's your wife. Oh, maybe it's your wife. Yeah. Would your wife prank you like this? No. Are you sure? I, trust me. I sleep in the same bed. I know when she gets up. But you always say that you never know who you're sleeping you never, next to. You <laughs> think you know who you're sleeping next to, but you have no idea. Exactly. But I'm telling you, she doesn't get out of bed in the middle of the night. I would feel it. Are you scared of this at all? A little bit weirded out. Do you have any sort of camera that you can go track and look at it? Uh, Yeah. I got cameras all over my house. No, I don't have cameras. That's what I'm saying. Like, It just weirds me out that someone is creeping around my yard in the middle of the night putting signs on my car. Like, right, how do, do you- your neighbors know you do the show? Uh, oh, this is who it is. It's the neighbors he called the cops on oh, for having the party. Oh. And yes, dun, maybe dun, dun, some dun, of them Inspector listen. Inspector Gadget. She got it. They're paying you back. Boom. Or it's the one that, I didn't even think about that. Or the ones that taunted me when I was walking and they had people in their front yard. Yep. So are you going to call the cops? Yep. It's the, it. yep. Mm-hmm. They're messing with you. But what are they saying? That they're going to kill you. <laughs> at the house. They're just, it's just uh, an innocent threat. As an equal response to you call the cops on them, they're going to murder you. Yeah, yeah. That's what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. Watch it's your back. Kind of weird. Are you really scared? I'm a little weirded out. Honestly, a little weirded out. Like, if, it's a little strange. If you walk through the neighborhood today and you see them outside, will you say something? I'd be like, hey, did you guys leave this on my car? And Why would what, you talk in that voice? You guys. <laughs> like, I busted you guys. Like, hey, hey. <laughs> so weird. You guys, did you live in my car? <laughs> That's how Bobby talks when he's dreaming. Yeah. I don't think I said it like that. You did. You did. Don't worry. Okay, let us know what's up. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Nico Moon. How are you today? Awesome. Yeah, good to see you. Yeah, I'm great. How are you doing? I'm assuming you're doing really good. Yeah. Nico brought me a uh, Bobby water from Sonic. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) You knew what to get. Yeah. So how'd you know exactly what to get? Someone give you all the the ingredients? So Cappy, my manager, told me that... that, you and your girl got your own drink. It, it's Sonic. Well, we made it ourselves. It's yeah, not like yeah, a bootleg no, it's drink. Not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not on the menu. Yeah, Sonic wants nothing to do with it yet. <laughs> but yeah, he brought it. It's uh, water with extra ice, nerds, fruit in it. So I told him, that's, that's super nice. You thought about me. So I'll tell you what. why I wanted you to come on the show today was I was in Virginia on a corn farm this last weekend. And I'm in the combine and we're driving and we're you know, um, cutting the corn down. I'm learning how the whole process works. And there's a big radio on the combine, and the farmer who I'm with, 
um, who owns the combines. He's like, hey, what do you, what do you want to listen to? And I was like, well, what, whatever you have up here. He had you know, the radio stations. He had satellite. He had streaming. And I said, what do you like? And he started listening to some songs he liked. And he said, you know what song I really like? And he listed all kinds of for, uh, the formats of all kinds of songs. He's like, I like you know, Biggie. I like some of the, the Delta Blues. He goes, you know what song I like, though? I like that song Good Time by Nico Moon. <laughs> and I was like, really? He goes, yeah, that's my jam right now. And I was like, man, that's awesome. So yeah, that's a, a awesome. corn farmer randomly brought you up as we're inside a combine and he loves that song good time so i'm so glad you're here would you play because i want to play the song in a second the full version but would you play a verse and chorus a good time for our listeners here yeah of nico course. has his guitar here with us how long ago did you write this song man this song you know every uh path of a song is kind of like takes a different little turn this one was a really long time coming it's probably about a three year in the making song is that right i started it about three years ago when my buddies Mark Trussell and Jordan Minton here in town. And then two years later, I decided I wanted to kind of make that step from being a songwriter producer into being an artist. And I remembered that song we wrote a couple years back and I showed it to uh, my wife, who's my co-writer on all my stuff. And we write everything together. And I was like, this song was so cool. And I feel like it's such like my vibe and my little heart, like what I like to say with my country music. But uh, if we could like make a couple tweaks, then it would just be perfect for me. And so we made the tweaks and uh, recorded it. So yeah, it was like four four years in the making. That's crazy. Sometimes it's like four hours, and sometimes it's four years. And here it is now. Here's a little bit. This is Nico Moon with his guitar. Here's a little bit of good time. We just trying to catch a good time, even if it takes all night. Pass that bottle around the campfire, sipping apple. Pop moonshine. Yeah, we picking on them guitars just right. Everybody singing Dixie Land Delight like a barber on a wet line. We just trying to catch a good time. Get this. Yeah, that's awesome, man. You sound so good. I'm going to play that I know. That I didn't in a want second. it to stop. Yeah, well, but well, I mean, well. I guess we'll play um, Nico's also written, before we hear about your story real quick, you wrote... Um, Keep Me In Mind with Zach Brown. Keep me in mind. He has four number ones with Zach Brown. Keep, which jam? This song's a jam. You have Homegrown, 2015. You have a one that you and Zach wrote called Beautiful Drug, 2015. And Loving You Easy. Here you go. Loving You Easy. That's awesome, man. Thank you. You must be rolling in it over here. <laughs> Dang, come on now. I have, a, I have a lot of fun helping other artists kind of like fully realize themselves. Songwriting is, is just such an integral part of what I love to do with music. It was the first thing I started doing. And yeah, like when I write, when I write for somebody, it's almost like I, I try to pretend like I'm them. So like when I write with Zach, like I'll put on my little imaginary beanie and my imaginary <laughs> leather vest and my imaginary five kids. And and then I'll be like, all right, what's important to me now? You know, but like it's a, fun like now because now actor. I'm just like doing a, my thing. And yeah, like a method actor, method songwriter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But now I'm doing my thing and I'm not putting on anything imaginary. I'm just kind of being myself. What? So I know you, you were born in Texas and you moved to Georgia as a kid. Do you consider yourself more of a Texan or a Georgian? Like Both. Mean, come on. Which one? If they're like, where are you from? What do you say? Georgia. Yeah. Where in Georgia? Douglasville. So it's about an hour outside of Atlanta. 
and it's a big reason why my music has the vibe that it has because I grew up in the country, but I was only an hour from Atlanta. So out there, I mean, where I grew up, actually, I'm maybe 10 minutes from Travis Tritt. I used to see him around town sometimes. And then Alan Jackson was about 30 minutes south of me. So those were like my country heroes growing up. But I was getting that influence of Outkast and Yin Yang and all that from Atlanta, too. And I just love the way that their drums hit. But Alan and Travis, those were the guys that were telling my life with their lyrics. And, you know, my goal in high school was like, how can I blow up these little speakers in the back of my S10 truck? You know, and Outkast would do that. But Alan and Travis were literally saying my life with their lyrics. So I always wanted to like figure out how to make country music, but make it hit. You have parents that were are, are still songwriters? Are they songwriters? Yeah, they're both songwriters. And you wanted to do that. You see the struggle of it, and you still were like, this is what I want to do. Yeah, they did it for fun. And some of my first memories are like crawling in the living room as a baby and watching them sitting Indian style in the living room, like writing songs together. So I was literally born into it. And they really raised me with this deep, deep appreciation for songwriting and the craft of making music. And my dad's a gigantic John Prine fan. Did so, he work with John Prine for a bit? No, your, no. Dad, your dad didn't work with him at all. He's a drummer. He's a musician and, uh, played with a lot of people, but he never played with John. Just a big fan of John. And so if that was probably the first song I ever heard, it was probably a John Prine song. What about Chris Christopherson? No, no. He this never is what it says with, about you. Hold on. This is this is my. These are just um. Are these uh, random the facts on Wikipedia that people get wrong? This is what it says. <laughs> His his dad was a part-time musician and played for artists like John Prine and Chris Christopherson. Are you saying this is a lie? This is a lie. This is a lie. <laughs> we debunked fake it here news. first. Love That's it. fake news. Are you, you're one of the guys too that I look at and I'm so jealous of because you are an athlete as well. Yeah. Dang them. All right. Yeah. You, you've gone deep. And so you had, you had a, an athletic scholarship at Sanford University. Is that true? Yeah, I got a full ride. For what? A track. Are you kidding me? You guys drive me nuts mm-hmm. that are so good at everything. You hear writing songs. You got you live the you look like an indie, you know, indie country guy. You got your tattoos. You live the lifestyle for sure. And then you're like, yeah, I was a division, division track star. I could have got it for I'm like, what did you do bad? You're a good looking guy. You got it all, man. Oh. That is that is Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. I, I flunked out of college on my full ride because I had a .2 GPA because <laughs> I never went to class because I was too busy being in my room learning how to play songs. And yeah, like that's when the passion to really want to be an artist hit me was my freshman year of college. And I just didn't want to go to class. And So there, Bobby, you, you have that on him. You went to class every day. I did every day, <laughs> dang it. Uh, and you're the big star. And I'm not, so what does that tell you? Uh, you made your Opry debut on October 10th, um, and that has to, I know what it's like to hop in that circle for the first time. Was it nuts to you? Like It, was, it was the most amazing, epic experience I've had uh, in my career so far. I mean, every country artist who's ever meant something to me, who's ever influenced me, stood on that piece of wood. And I told I told everybody when uh when when I walked in I was like you know it's crazy because it's just a piece of wood like there's nothing special about the wood itself but at the same time it's the most special spot in country music because of everyone who stood here. Um, How'd you feel about your performance? I felt good about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I'm t- I was nervous. I was sweating up a storm. But you know of course. I'm probably my biggest critic and like, you know, there's definitely a couple moments where I'm like, I could have done that better, you know, 
But it, uh, in general, I'm happy with myself. Nico Moon is here. We're going to play a song, Good Time, right now. You know what we do later in the year? Um, we do the, the St. Jude Radiothon. And I always invite my favorite artists to come play, and we raise money for St. Jude. So I like to extend the invitation to you now. If in December you want to come back and play a couple songs and raise some money for the kids, we'd love that. Yeah, I would love to. Um, anytime I can do anything to help St. Jude, uh, I'm there for it. I mean, what an unbelievable, unbelievable organization. If you pop a zit and you get blood on your shirt, they say spit on that part of your shirt where the blood was on. The enzymes match from your spit to your blood and can actually make sure the blood doesn't stain. So it has oh. to be your spit with your right. blood, not somebody else's. It's not like if you get stung by a jellyfish, somebody else pees on you. Right. Yeah. You, this has to be you spitting on your... Isn't that interesting, though? <laughs> yeah, crazy. No, just, no just blood in general. Just think about that. Wow. If you get, just start spitting on your shirt. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So net gators apparently do work as well as masks stopping the spread of COVID-19, which my husband has been wearing his net gator, and I've been telling him, I heard that doesn't work as well. I heard that doesn't work as well. And I see all these football coaches wearing them. But now researchers are saying it's fine. You can wear them, and they block large particles from transferring when sneezing and coughing occurs. I'm sure it's what the material's made of more than it is where it's based on your head or face. So I saw that, too, and I was a little judgy to people. Like, my negator don't work. I mean, they look so cool, though. They do look cool. I I want to get one just to wear around my neck. Yeah, no, and that's (laughs) what my husband ends up doing, and he keeps it on when we're inside the house because, of course, you have to take it all the way off your head, so he just keeps it on just in case. And it's like he's wearing this little mock (laughs) turtleneck all day. But now they work. Now, I guess, I mean, different studies every day, you know, just trying to keep up with what's out there. So I got a shout out to this woman being called Supermom because she finished the bar exam while in labor and delivery. She was taking the Illinois state bar exam when she went into labor. Her water broke. She was having contractions, but she wrapped up the first part of her test. Then she went to the hospital and delivered her son. And then after it, she finished it. So it's pretty amazing. <laughs> and I amazing. would think that this is going to help get her some clients when she start. She could just start her own practice right away and be like, I'm the woman that still yeah, takes the bar story. exam even when I'm in labor. And then did you see the pictures that Miranda Lambert put up of her husband loading hay? And Let me guess, was he farm? shirtless? <laughs> yeah. I, there was, she put up a, a catalog. Morgan number two. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. I was it. swiping okay, at good. first. Do you I guys thought, think he's attractive? Well, yeah. Yes. You do? Oh, no, I'm, I'm not asking in yeah. any weird way. I just like, do you think he's a hot guy? And yeah. after these posts, uh, people are definitely labeling them as goals. And mm-hmm, you should go check it out. I had to Google in. Uh, she hashtagged shirtless farm husband. And that's how I knew, okay, that's for sure her husband. Because I didn't realize... That was what he had going on. Is that chiseled? <laughs> so I like zoomed in. See, and then girls do that. like that. But we don't. But we don't. They we do. also don't. I'm going to bring up something a little later about this. Okay. No. Girls do like that. Okay. Okay, I feel bad focusing on this because no? I also don't like it. But you did. Your visceral reaction was, oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, my God. Before you thought about it. And that's what happened. No, okay. I will say I that I, I was I pleasantly <laughs> like, okay, and look how effortlessly he lifts the hay. Okay. Effortlessly. Okay. <laughs> Amy, is that it? Yeah, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. 
So Habitat for Humanity just started building a dream home for a woman in Charlotte, North Carolina. But a special team is behind the building of this one, a crew of all women. And they are hard at work getting the walls up at the new house for Deborah Adams. And she's super excited to see this dream come true and to have it built by an all-woman construction crew is super cool. That's pretty cool. I bet it's done so much better, too. Yeah, details. <laughs> yeah, the details be perfect. Yeah, There you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, everybody? Let's go over to Amy and get the morning corny. The morning corny. Why did the chef quit? Why did the chef quit? They cut his celery. (laughs) Celery. Celery. They cut his celery. (laughs) (laughs) That was the morning corny. Amy, read me this note. Amy said that she got a note from a listener talking about white lies. Remember last week on the show, Amy had white lied her son Correct. saying that Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani were watching an Instagram story because mm-hmm. he loves singing that song. So Watching his Instagram story. Right. Yeah. So you, you told him. So what's the note from the Yeah, mom? well, so that video was posted on the Bobby Bone Show Instagram page, and I was going through some of the comments because, of course, I wanted the, to feel the support that I wasn't a bad mom. And someone put up, When I was a kid, my mom wrapped up presents from Garth Brooks and Randy Travis. And you have no idea how excited I was for those gifts. Of course, later on, I somehow found out that it was my mom. But it was one of the best Christmas mornings I had growing up. A mom lie isn't a bad lie. Okay, I'm doing that. That's pretty funny. I'm doing it. Bruno Mars is sending presents to our house this year. Or Tom Brady. (laughs) Tom Brady. Yeah. And you know what? Very selfless for her to not get mom credit. Because not only are you doing that for the kids, right, and giving them that, but you're also going, yeah, they got it. I didn't. When you really did. Well, we already give. Okay. But yeah. Wait, go ahead, Eddie. No, we already give them some. We give someone else credit every year. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I'm saying. George, yeah, obviously, Randy. Uh, <laughs> Travis Tritt. <laughs> That's what we mean. Travis Tritt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point there. <laughs> I thought that note was funny though. You guys can share on Facebook too what white lies you've told your kids because. That's hilarious. Lunchbox, who'd you call? I called a costume store because Halloween is coming up, so I thought I would ask for a naughty nurse outfit for my five-year-old daughter. Oh, my gosh. But I, I don't have a five-year-old daughter. I don't have a five-year-old daughter. <laughs> so it's messed up, man. No, no, but no. Is this inspired by cuties? Stop. I, maybe a little bit. Yeah. The idea oh, popped I was in my, asking a real question. Like, it might have popped in my head because of cuties. I don't know. I was just sitting on the couch the other day, and I was like, oh, that's funny. People are going to get so mad if I call their store asking for a naughty nurse for my five-year-old daughter that I don't have. Okay, here you go. Here's Lunchbox calling a costume shop. I was just calling to see if you had any naughty nurse outfits for Halloween. It's out of stock right now for all sizes. <laughs> oh, do you have any, like, sexy kitten? Yeah, let me check. Is there an ideal size in mind? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I'm just looking. My five-year-old daughter's looking to be, like, something sexy or naughty for <laughs> Halloween. Your five-year-old daughter? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Okay. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, my five-year-old, you know, she wants to feel more grown up on Halloween, so she really wanted to be a naughty nurse or a sexy kitten or, you know, a uh, Cinderella. Hey, so for five-year-olds, all we have is like um like normal Cinderella and like a normal kitten. Uh you guys gonna have to do that other part yourself because 
over here, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm... I mean, I felt like before you put me on hold, you were kind of laughing. Was was that was there something wrong with my request? No, it was something else. <laughs> okay, yeah, because like my daughter, her her one request was she just wanted to be something for Halloween that she could show some cleavage. So, do you have oh anything like that? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, I got punched. I'm like, that's too much. That's all you can He's say. Like, you're going to have to do that other part yourself. You wow. Know? By the way, Lunchbox does not have a five-year-old daughter. Right, right, right. <laughs> and this guy handled it exactly like you had hoped. <laughs> wow. Oh. Okay. He, wasn't he was laughing like, at he, something else, I mean, too. I'm just something thankful else. he wasn't like, well, if that's the stuff you're looking for, here's the guy you got to call. <laughs> Nine, like, that one, would be, one. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I mean, my friend oh, Cliff. Oh, yeah. A black I, market? Yes. yes. <laughs> Like, thank goodness. On the phone right now is Shannon in Virginia. Shannon, welcome to the Bobby Bone Show. I want to know how Raymundo feels with yet another engagement before his wedding. So many questions about uh, this. I mean, <laughs> so Thunder Stealer. Yeah. I know. Whenever that con- the conversation came up about Mike D stealing his thunder, I was like, Oh, if he thinks Mike D was still in Thunder. <laughs> Just wait. There's going to be no Thunder left. Oh. Except I don't believe in that. I believe there's Thunder to go around. It's love, dude. It's Come love. on. Raymundo, when you saw that I was engaged and had proposed, were you doubly upset? Well, I got woken up. So the rule at our house is only wake me up if there's a tornado, a robber, and there was never a third reason to wake me up. And she woke me up. So I guess it's you getting engaged. Yeah. That's wake up worthy. So it was huge <laughs> in our household. Uh, my fiance is a really good friend of Caitlin's. I'm a good friend of yours. So, dude, honestly, I've had a change of heart. I think, <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. we're all fiancés, baby. Let's do it together. So hey, you, to, oh. you don't feel like more thunder was stolen from you. Do you need me to have Caitlin not wear her, her engagement ring at the wedding? Ooh. No, 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 no. I just think there's so much love coming from October 24th when we're going to have our wedding. It's already oozing out into the month before we're even at the wedding day. I think it's awesome, honestly. And I feel like this is a year where we need uh, all the positive, lovey-dovey, vibey things we can get. And between Ray and your engagement and Mike D's engagement, like on the show, that's brought us a lot of joy. I'm on your team. I just know Ray was butthurt last week because Mike D proposed just a couple weeks out from his wedding. Yeah. And I actually went to Amy and was mm. like, um, I'm proposing next week. And she knew this. I was like, and if Ray's upset about Mike D... <laughs> He's really going to be upset about me. And I was like, should I like hide it for a couple weeks? And Amy was like, no, just live your life. Sorry, Ray. No, I think it's but great, right? dude. That's but, right, But then right? Ray, you know, he, he backs up a little bit when Bobby gets engaged. He's like, ah, I'm all good with that. <laughs> well, at some point, you just got to be like, man, maybe this love's a real thing and it just affects people in weird ways <laughs> and you love. can't control the dates and months and years of stuff. And listen, Ray, like you weren't supposed to get married in October, right? When were you supposed to get married? It's always when it was going to be. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Good try. Just kidding. I guess I thought maybe it was, yeah, you're right. It was always this day. I guess you just dwindled it down. It got smaller and smaller. Your wedding's less than two weeks away. Yeah. Yeah, we're crazy. real close. And are we still doing field day, day of? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Raymundo. Track and field. And I think this was brought up in the post show. Yeah. Which we do on the podcast. Raymundo was like, hey, I have something I want to talk about. We want to do a, a field day. Meaning go out and you do like sack races, three-legged race. <laughs> right? What games do you have planned? It's just basketball. We could maybe do a little football, but it's a basketball oh, court. So honestly, it, it's perfect for it. It's something to get the nerves out. 
and just hang out before the wedding. It's There's a lot of downtime, so that's how you kill time. So, but do we go home and shower? Because this was my thing. I, I like to shower in my own sure. soap, shower, you have everything at towels. Home. But you don't he wants want us to shower together. Yeah, he thinks that's part of the bonding there. experience. The, the way it's set up, get up the nerves, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it, there's multiple showers where everybody can we can get in there and get all cleaned up and get ready for the wedding together. <laughs> it's your wedding. I'll do whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> he says that's a, so I think weird. that's what he wants most. But, yeah, I think he wants us in the shower. <laughs> I would like to be able to go home and change and shower, but it is your wedding. I've been instructed to do what you say. All right. By whom? By Caitlin, because I was like, I'm coming <laughs> home. I told her, I said, I'll do whatever Ray wants, but I'm coming home. And she goes, no, you won't. How many oh. of his days does he get to have in his whole life? There we go. Do whatever he says. So, okay. So we're doing a fill, uh, uh, activity day before your wedding. Yeah, and I got to hit up uh, Amy's husband and then also my other buddy. We're getting multiple, tons of guys who so can do like five on five. It's going to be a big time game. So it's not just your groomsmen. No, I invite some other guys because it's a, we have access to a pretty cool thing. So I'm like, let's bring everybody we can. Okay. I'm glad you're not upset about my engagement. I feel like a little bit you are. You're just saying otherwise. Yeah. I think Bay probably got a hold of you <laughs> and said, "Don't be a Jack A on the radio." Is that true? No, I mean that's the thing. People can change how they feel about stuff. And, I agree with that. And I was selfish. I grew up as a twin. So I always had to share stuff, and I was like, you know what? Why always have that mindset? It's fine to share stuff. We're fiancés together, baby. Yeah! <laughs> you think he's real or no? <laughs> no. <laughs> About an hour ago, we got to hear Amy and Morgan number two get all goo-goo gaga for Miranda Lambert's husband. Because <laughs> the story was what? Um, it was just Miranda had posted on her Instagram that they were working on the farm that day, but she put up tons of pictures of him shirtless loading hay and they were both like oh he's so hot look at hmm. that and then all of a sudden he's like no but i don't mean it but you but you did you know good for him he's ripped i he mean has i'm muscles. sure he also has an amazing personality you don't see that you never met him you don't know all i know <laughs> is that you guys were just going crazy about how ripped up he is abs pecs arms all of it so which reminded me to have this conversation with you guys because for so long we've read these stories about how women prefer dad bods yeah yeah, yeah for sure and women would call us, and they would go, you know what? I don't like the muscles. I don't like when someone's in shape. I like a good old dad bob, a good old blob. Mm-hmm. Eddie? My the- wife tells me all the time, like, this is how I like you. If you had a bunch of muscles, I don't think I would like that, she says. Now, first of all, Amy, do you think that's true? Yes. Even how you, nice. act- even how you acted about Miranda yes. Lambert's... I actually am not proud of how I reacted. But that's still how you feel. <laughs> but that's the truth. Right. But that's still no, how but you I feel. Don't, I'm trying to make a point not to comment on people's bodies either way. So what, male or female. So, but I mean, I guess I wasn't acknowledged. I just was like, oh, wow. I uh-huh. And you smile right now. You light up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> I have no idea. He. Uh... <laughs> so. Okay. Okay. I was laying with. What's Kate, your point? I was laying with Caitlin the other day. Yeah. And she was like. You know, you're just not that comfortable to lay on. And, oh. I, was, and I was like, why? Oh. She goes, everything's like too ripped up. It's too hard. Aww. Yeah. She was like, I don't. No, no, no. It wasn't a compliment. She was like, I would like it if you were just a little softer. That's it. So it was more comfortable for me to lay on. Who wants to sleep on a rock? Awesome. You want to sleep on a pillow. A nice <laughs> fluffy pillow. But So what was your reaction <laughs> to that? I said, I work so hard to stay in shape. And to stay fit. Probably too hard. And you're telling me mm-hmm. you would rather me give that up 
and put on 10, 15 pounds and have a dad bod? And she said, yes. I don't know if I believe her. <laughs> That's amazing. I don't think I believe her. Why? Why oh. not? Because I, I, people react like Amy does when she saw Miranda Lambert's husband. Yes. Like, that's the real reaction. Now, was this after proposal or pre-proposal? Oh, way pre. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say because- This happened a few weeks ago and I meant to bring it up on the show, but I kept forgetting it. All this stuff that like, mm, Miranda, husband, all that, ooh, looks good. That's all good stuff to look at. For sure. We Everybody wants to look at that. But do you want to marry that? Do you want to spend the rest know. of your life I'm with not, that? I'm not even really, I haven't thought what, about someone Miranda ripped up? Yeah, a husband. rock. Laying your head on a rock every day, I every night. I feel like we're dissecting this a little too much. Other The, the Miranda Lambert's husband thing aside, You're we still should focus drooling. on- what, <laughs> Yes. No, I'm not. We should focus on what out. Caitlin is saying to you and what I hear is that- she loves you how you are, but she also sees how you, everything you put into that, like the working out and you weighing yourself and how the different ways you eat. And she's giving you that freedom to like relax a little bit. I'm going to love you if you gain mm-hmm. But I don't weight. want her you to have taco. to accept a consolation prize. That's not. She's like, it's like, I'm still going to love you if. And I'm like, I don't want there to be a still and an if. Okay, you're the prize though, not your body. Okay, that's true. <laughs> That's true. She's right about that. Let's yeah. go to Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> Morgan, do you yeah. first of all, do you like a dad bod on, on a guy? Honestly. Right now in my life, no, I do not. Okay. I think that has to do with my age and where I'm at and things. I'm not I'm not going after a guy who's had children with me and things like that. So for me right now, yes, I want a guy who's in shape. Period paragraph. I'm not looking at guys that have dad bods. And she's being honest right now. Mm-hmm. And she's not with someone who has a dad bod who has to say that. So you don't think Caitlin's being honest to you? Because I do. I think she is trying to allow me to relax a bit, but I don't think it's her preferred. Really? Yeah. I mean, we wouldn't she be. She has no reason to Then yeah, she, she wouldn't say anything. She does. I just think when people say they like guys with dad's bo- dad bods, it's because they love the guy and he just happens to have a dad bod. And they love what he's about. And he just happen- But if that same guy was about all the same things, but he looked like Miranda Lambert's husband, you're telling me <laughs> they wouldn't go absolutely bonkers, even more bonkers? <sighs> yeah, yeah, Of yeah. course they yeah, would. Sure. I think we all just had no idea. She's still that on that. Yeah, she goes, let's, on- she goes, let's move Miranda past Lambert. that. But she's like, no, wow. But back to Miranda's husband. Up, and I'm trying to figure out why there was such a reaction. And I think it's because she posted so many pictures and nobody knew that's what was happening under there. She's but posted it Charlotte's pictures of him well, before. I not, not that I subscribe. Maybe I'll look more. <laughs> that attention. So Bones, what are you she doing? Subscribed. Taco Tuesday? Pizza Fridays? None. Milkshake what? Monday? I've been nice. sick for the last few weeks anyway and I put on a little bit of weight so oh, I'm already no. embarrassed. Mm. And I apologize to her. I'm like, I'm not going to stay like this. I got to work it <laughs> off. And what does she say when you apologize? Stop being stupid. Exactly. But I, I think she that. just will love me regardless. Yes. I don't want there to have to be regardless right now. Okay, well, I can guarantee you if she gains 10 pounds, you're going to love her regardless. Absolutely. So you need to... She's going to gain a lot when she has a baby. Yes. And that's just part of it. Yes. Can't have a kid come out without the kid being in there. Correct. That's what doctors learn in medical school. That's how they say that. Yeah, the the kid can't. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the latest at the house, okay? okay? And you guys can call if you want. 877-77-BOBBY. That's our phone number. I've been trying to tell you guys, but... Uh, but I still don't no believe it, listens. even coming from her. I think she's just Ugh. letting me know she's going to love me regardless, but I think she'd prefer not regardless. Okay. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. 
A toddler who was found wandering alone in St. Louis has been reunited with his father after a stray dog helped keep him safe out there. How crazy is that? A female neighbor who wishes to remain anonymous said she spotted the kid, the the toddler, walking outside in his PJs after he managed to get out of his dad's house alone and by his side, a stray pit bull that wouldn't leave him. The neighbor said she spent hours knocking on doors to see if anyone recognized the kid, but no one did. The dog stayed close the entire time, guarding his sidekick. Eventually, the boy's dad saw a social media post. That's a whole different story, (laughs) obviously. And after the very good dog deed... um, I think the dog is going to be adopted now. Oh, of course. Nice. It has to. That's awesome. It was a stray dog. Mm-hmm. By the way, I love pibbles. I think a dog is as it was trained. I don't think dogs are just mean. Um, I think it's a great story. The kid survived. Pitbull is going to be adopted. Just a stray dog. Crazy. Yeah. I don't know what happened with the dad, so stay off me for that one. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. But anyway, I love that story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> Let me grab this call from Danielle. Danielle, appreciate you calling the show. What's going on? Morning, studio. Morning. I just wanted to say, first off, Amy, stop pretending. We all know that Miranda's husband is hot. I don't think that there's any girl that would deny that. What I will say, though, is that I used to date a guy who was ripped, who really cared about his body, and we couldn't have any fun together. I'm too laid back for that lifestyle. We couldn't go have pizza night. We couldn't go have beers. So maybe what Caitlin's really telling you is not that she wants you to gain a couple of pounds, but that she wants you to relax a little bit, stop looking at the scale so much, and spend that time with her. I get it, but if I stop worrying about exercising, I Get a little soft. You can't have both. Uh, right. But it's like the memories and the experience and the relationships yeah, that come from. Okay. <laughs> All I'm saying is if you got to choose, you don't choose. So I'm going to make sure she doesn't have to choose. That's, that's, that's the only point of my story. Amy's True Colors came out this morning when Miranda Lambert's husband didn't have a shirt on. She was like, oh, gosh. Oh, I wish that's what I wasn't doing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I had no idea he looked like that. Well, thank no you idea. for calling. Appreciate the call, Daniel. Have, hope you have an awesome day. Absolutely, you guys do. All right, let's go to the big story. Bobby's Big Story. I was reading this story about a guy who is walking through the woods and a cougar is stalking him for over six minutes. And so I'll read you the story that I spent last night thinking about what I would do if this were the case with me. (laughs) Kyle Burgess captured a terrifying, potentially life-threatening experience while hiking in Slate Canyon near Provo, Utah, when a cougar chased... And stalked him. The encounter lasted more than six minutes, with the cougar stalking and lunging toward him with his claws out. Burgess, the guy, made loud noises and kept telling the wildcat, Leave me alone! But it didn't work for a long time. As of 1.25 p.m., his post had over uh, 70,000 views. The video he posted has a lot of cursing, so I can't play all that, but here's part we pulled where the cougar lunges at him. Go! Go! No! No! Go away! Go away! Please go away! I'm big and scary. Go away! You're good. You're good, little key cat. This is scary. <laughs> My heart is racing. Yeah, so that just happened. Yeah, not going back that way. Oh, boy. The cat's big, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not small. Did you see the video? Mm-hmm. So, what would you do? Well, first, I was thinking about this because I thought, what would I do? And I made myself come up with a uh, decision really quickly. 
Because I can't think about it in real life. Right. I don't have an hour. Right. <laughs> so the first thing I would do is grab big rocks and start chunking them at the, at the oh. cat. Big rocks. Just throw, 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 throw. Instinct, and I think that would maybe be an okay decision. But secondly, I would, as he's coming at me, look in the woods and try to find a stick with a sharp point. And if he decided to attack me, he or she, I would just start stabbing like crazy while he, because I know I'm going to get it. If you're going to get attacked, you might as well go down stabbing because maybe they'll not attack so mm-hmm. much. So that's what I decided to do in like the first th- three minutes of me sitting there. <laughs> that's good stuff. My brain went totally different. Because you can't run, you can't get away from yeah, it. Yeah, That's his house. Yeah. What would you do? I was like, here, kitty, kitty. And then I start rubbing his Befriend him? ears. Oh. And being like, oh, does that feel good? Right under the ear. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. And maybe he'll start purring. And Yeah, yeah. Cool. And then I just really massage the face and make it feel really good yeah, so, so that it dumbest like dumbest thing I ever heard <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm just kidding but there ain't no way I'm gonna be petting a cat I know I mean I don't know I'm just hoping that would work but obviously what he did work just pretend you're massive and huge and big and the cat should be scared of you <laughs> not a wild story yeah alright let's do it one more here we go Bobby's other big story because we're talking about animals two hunters in Florida have set a new record after catching a massive snake Local officials are calling it a huge triumph. According to Ryan Osborne and Kevin Pavlidis, they caught this python that weighed 104 pounds. It is 18 feet, 9 inches long. Why do all these pythons oh. live in Florida? They find pythons in Florida all the time. Probably the weather, probably the, I mean, the climate. The- I thought they lived in other countries. The snake is one inch longer than the previous record holder. Think about that. It's basically a 20-foot snake. Oh. They're, they're t- it stretches all the way across the road in this picture. That's crazy, man. All the way from one ditch to the other. I would not even think that was a snake. Yeah. Or it'd be like a train. Sometimes you see a train go by, Speed but you bump. don't see the front or the back. You just see like the middle parts of the train going by. <laughs> like you could see that with that snake. You just look over and see like the middle parts of the train going by in the woods. Oh. It's speculated that this is due to that this python was maybe kept as a pet forever and ever and ever ago and it got so much bigger and because there are no natural predators in Florida so a snake just goes and lives and nothing kills it wow especially a snake like that except for Ryan and Kevin they, they take natural care of it. predators <laughs> there you go that's big news stories thank you there you go Bobby's big story we got this voicemail late last night so I am sitting here listening to your proposal story and um, at the gym, realizing I'm crying hysterically for a person that I don't know that seems to be my best friend, but not really, and I know this. And then I look down and I have a Tim and Joy shirt, and now I'm worried for my life of how emotional I am about someone's proposal I don't know. Um, <laughs> but congratulations, and uh, long-time listener, love you guys. Thank you very much. Awesome. I hope you feel like we're your friends. We try to share things from our life that we normally wouldn't share unless it was with a friend. Makes us a little vulnerable here on the air, but we we are so appreciative that you let us ride along with you to work or as you podcast us later when you run or cook or go get the kids. We work hard to hopefully allow you to feel that way because we feel that way about you guys. So thank you for that voicemail. That means a lot to me. Um, in the next segment, I'm going to bring on Matt Carney who played at my proposal Amy has a bunch of questions for him. <laughs> I'm just grateful he did it. What What's one question that you're going to ask Matt Carney? Well, if he was ever nervous that maybe y'all would walk out and he had to hide behind the bushes because she said no or something. Interesting question. Like what his uh, ditch plan was. I don't know what we call it. Exit yeah. plan. Okay. 
That's just one of them. That's just one of them. <laughs> we'll do that coming up in just a second. That'll be the next segment. Also, last night on Dancing with the Stars, Sharna and Jesse Metcalf were kicked off. Oh. Yeah, here's the clip of that. The couple that I want to save is Vernon and Pita. I'm so sorry. Okay, so that means that Jesse and Sharna have been eliminated. I'm so sorry. You guys have worked so hard. So, so hard. Uh, so it stinks for Sharna. Jesse Metcalf wasn't the most likable guy, and if you can't dance and you're not likable, you go quick. Um, what's sad for Sharna? Sharna and I talk every week, basically. Mm. So it was pretty sad for her. Uh, but again, if you, you either have to be a great dancer or have people love you. Hey, listen, and I wasn't a great dancer. So he's, he wasn't long for that <laughs> show anyway. Uh, Johnny Weir, the ice skater, Caitlin Bristow, and Monica from Cheer were the top three last night. I'm rooting for Monica. Me too. And AJ McClain. Those are the ones I'm rooting for. Let's go over to Kayla, who left a voicemail last night. There you go. I was calling to get date ideas that we can do at home. My husband is coming home from a deployment soon, and this year has just been rough. So once he gets home, I'm trying to do stuff at home. So if y'all could give me ideas, that would be great. Amy, what'd you guys do when your husband would come back? I mean, I would always go pick him up from the airport, and he was exhausted. So I did plan on dinner at home, and I would have something already ready, not a lot of prep work, uh, have like his favorite drink, all of his favorite things, basically, because when he was overseas, he didn't have access to a lot of that. So I think that that's a special way. I mean, I don't, I don't know what all you and your husband are into, but you could put on, pick out, make sure you've got the favorite movie loaded, downloaded, or streaming ready to go. Set up a little picnic in your backyard. I don't know. There's ways to make it special for sure, but they're so tired when they come home. Just That's respect a good point. the fact that they might, he might want sleep, but you may know this. And then maybe you have a date night, like the next night or the following. That's good, good advice there. A couple things. Yesterday, I was able to announce that I'll be going back to American Idol this season. Yep. It was a little dicey for a while because I'm in the middle of doing my own show on National Geographic Channel, which will start next year, and we're shooting it now basically every weekend all the way to the end of the year. So I didn't know because they're start there. I talked to Luke Brian last night. He called me about Caitlin and I um, in our proposal, and they've started. So he's already going, and he's like, yeah, it's a little different so far. Everything's distance, obviously. I think they're all spread out, the judges. Mm. So, and I just couldn't get there till December, January. But luckily, the people at Idol were like, hey, we just want to have you back. So I get to announce yesterday that I'm returning for my fourth season on American Idol. So I'll go and mentor, and I was reading some comments, and most were, were, were nice, but there were a couple of, I hate them, and you can't dance. They're still holding Dancing oh with the gosh. Stars against well, me. It's still that same show. group. I know. Yeah. I'm like, guys, <laughs> I... I actually am kind of good at what I do on this show. And Dance with the Stars was terrible. <laughs> I know that. But they were like, we still hate him. You can't dance. Okay. So, but it was great. And the favor that I would ask from our listeners, if you see American Idol post something like that, because there are those mean people, if you'll just flood it with, hey, never even knew him until American Idol. Love him. That kind of oh, stuff. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. That yeah. helps me. Thanks for introducing us to Bobby yeah. Bones. Well, we can't do that, right? What? Because they'll know that we know you already? Who cares? Okay, cool. I'll I don't think that. they'll go dig. Not gonna... <laughs> Dude, I didn't know you before Idol. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I didn't watch Idol before you were on like, it, Amy, actually. You met him and, like, we we that. Too, Amy. Yeah. that would be true, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there were a lot of trolls yesterday. I saw that a local Fox station had posted that I'm engaged. They said, Bobby Bones is now engaged. And then there were th- three different people went, Who's the dude he's married? He's oh, engaged God. to. And I was like, What's. <laughs> Why? And if I, I was, it. who cares? I get it. <sighs> so, yeah, it was Troll City yesterday. So that was a thing. And then there was a story yesterday. I'll just roll through these real quick because I know I mentioned them. The headline was, I think it was on People. 
severely colorblind Bobby Bones tricked fiance into proposal by asking for help with paint. I saw that headline. That was the headline. <laughs> Interesting. That's, That's what they ran with. Severely <laughs> colorblind Bobby Bones tricked fiance into proposal. I did. Sounds so romantic. Wow, was that your motive? Was that your plan the whole time? Yes. I'm colorblind and I can't. Yeah. No, that is how he got her down to the barn. That's how he got her down to the barn. That's crazy. That's the headline they ran with because I didn't pick up on that at all. Oh. Well, that's how I got her to go look down at paint. That's Because otherwise she would just be like, yeah, because they had dinner and they walked down there at 6.09 and then he proposed at 6.11. Funny. Yeah. Do you remember the proposal? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. (laughs) You got down on one knee and then told her, yeah, yeah. Apparently, and I don't remember this part of it, when I got down to propose, I opened the ring box. And I was like, hey, will you marry me? And then she said, yes. And then we just stood there and she was like, are you supposed to put this on my finger? (laughs) I didn't realize that I didn't do that either. And I was like, yeah. And then once I remembered, I pulled it up and tried to stick it on her finger, but it was tight. And I was like, oh, oh, no, Uh no, 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 no. And I just kept pushing. And then it finally went on the finger. And I was like, oh. But apparently it's supposed to be kind of tight, so it doesn't come off. Yeah, that way it doesn't come off. Because then once it gets past the knuckle, then it's a little loose on there. I tried it on. It was tight. But it fit once I got it on. And then my hand You put on... Yeah, yesterday. Just for a second. Amy came over to the house for a while, and her (laughs) son brought Caitlin big sunflowers. And he was fully dressed up in his Superman uniform. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He got it, huh? Yeah, we got it. He's Superman for Halloween, so... And uh, he's probably going to be wearing it every day until then and maybe after, and I don't care. He wears it every day? Yeah, I mean, he's not... Once We're on fall break, so once he's back in school, he can't, but... I assume anytime he's at home, he's going to have that thing on. <laughs> so it's fine. On the phone right now is Matt Carney, who has a new album, Until We Meet Again. It is his new live album. He's also uh, the guy, the friend who came and played at my little proposal show. We'll call it a show because it's uh, there. Matt, there he is. Matt Carney, everybody. Yeah. Hey, Matt, how are you, man? Good morning. Good, man. It was like it was like Black Ops. We had to like hide in the bushes with a guitar. <laughs> And I, we get, got the text to go ahead, and I was running through your bushes. It was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Well, and I had to make sure people didn't go through the backyard because we have a big window in the back, like the, all the way across the back that you can see out of. So I would have to send a text to be like, okay, you can now go. And then I'd have to like block her from walking in the living room. At one point, I was like, I have a zit on my chest. Will you pop it? It wasn't ready to be, it wasn't ready to be popped, but I let her have at it because I couldn't have her walking out. <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, it was fun. I was genuinely really nervous because didn't want to be seen, didn't want to blow the surprise. So it was up there with, like, late-night TV. It was, <laughs> I was stressing. Well, Matt, how did Bobby first reach out to you about this? And had you ever done anything like this before? And was it an immediate yes? Or were you kind of like, I don't know? Uh, I don't, How did you? I think you texted me. Yeah, I just texted him. Uh, and no, it sounded awesome. I mean, my schedule is packed for 2020, so I thought that <laughs> that's sarcastic. No, yeah. I no, I, I just I you know I've been a fan of Bobby, and you've been a good friend, and it's been so fun to watch you guys fall in love. And yeah, it's just I of course I said yes. So and- it sounded like a, actually a fun way to. Spend a Saturday, a Sunday. I felt awkward. I don't ask people for anything. Yeah, I know. I, I struggle That's why with I asking for any help at all. Curious, but I knew that that was important. It would be important to me and important to her. And and I also no one really liked Matt. And so I sent him a message. I sent the first message I sent him was on Instagram because um, I just saw he was on and I just replied. I was like, Hey man, are you in town the 11th? And then he didn't reply for like a whole day. And I was like, Great. 
Because you can see where he, where he, you, they see it. Mm-hmm. And it had said seen for a whole day. And I was like, I just awkwardly asked. And he's not going to be able to do it. And he doesn't know how to tell me. And I didn't been in this whole, and we're never going to talk again. And we're not friends anymore. This, I went down this whole rabbit hole in my head of where this went. But then he was like, hey, I'm away. Uh, we're recording stuff right now. Yes, would love to do it. So then we just kind of, you know, figured it out that way. I was on my video shoot pretending we, we have a new song coming out and I'm, I can't tell anybody, but I'll tell you because no one's listening really, I'm sure. But, um, that's a joke too, but, uh, <laughs> no, no, we're like, yeah, we agree. <laughs> we got it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm playing this like seventies cowboy golfer. That's trying to make it on this like semi pro tour. So I was like in character out in the woods, like, swinging golf clubs it was so ridiculous and i saw your text and i realized i didn't respond i was like he probably thinks i'm hanging him out to drive but no i was like in weird plaid bell bottoms like out in the sticks trying to pretend to be a golfer at the time (laughs) so when you were waiting for the proposal to go down because then afterwards they came out and then you were supposed to start playing but did you have a exit plan for like if for whatever unknown reason Caitlin were to have said no <laughs> I would uh I didn't and I was you know I was like I hope this goes well because I'm gonna be this will be his least favorite song ever then <laughs> <laughs> what about when they came out and they're dancing and it's just you playing was it awkward uh no no I mean they were genuinely yeah, there's like, it's just going to be me playing on a PA and two people dancing. I was like, that's a first, never done that. Um, but no, she was genuinely so surprised and happy. And I remember when I proposed to my wife, you're definitely in your own world a little bit. So they were just genuinely so happy and like, she was crying and was so shocked. It was just really special. So no, it wasn't awkward at all. It was really sweet, actually. I hear you brought your daughter to when you tested the sound out at the house on Saturday and her, her face lit up. That's what everybody was saying. Her face lit up when you started playing. D- does Do your kids think it's cool when you play music? I know your your other one's a baby. Uh, she, the baby thinks it's the coolest, actually. So um, <laughs> she just laughs every time I play. Yeah, they do. All of starting, my, my oldest is starting to say, like, I'm a singer. and I, So she thinks she's a singer and she joins in on every time I start singing a song, which is sometimes annoying but it's really sweet (laughs) matt carney his new live album until we meet again is available now he recorded i went to the show this is where you know the show we went to in oklahoma city because i took caitlin to a thunder game and i texted matt during or maybe he sent me a message going hey we're down the road playing in oklahoma city whatever the case was after the basketball game we went over and watched the last six or seven songs and you know that was then she was like that's when i knew that i loved you and i was like great because I'm a big fan of Matt too and it all worked out but this tour he put out a whole live record of it when he filmed when he uh, recorded in Indiana New Hampshire Alabama and Tennessee and you guys can check it out now and he also has vinyls that you can order order at mattcarney.com m-a-t-1-t-k-e-a-r-n-e-y what how'd you feel about putting out a live record is that is this the new music you're putting out or is this just like a placeholder no we we've got new music coming out in like literally a couple weeks it was just I don't know, I guess I just miss people. I haven't been able to play shows, and I brought someone along to record this tour, and it was a really special tour for me, just kind of having no band and, you know, playing songs acoustically. So I thought we'd put it out. But, yeah, it's definitely just like a little loose bouche of the uh, musical menu this year, I guess. 
Well, check it out, mattcarney.com. I'm a big fan. Matt, appreciate you again. I know I've told you 10,000 times off the air, but thank you again. And, uh, hey, we'll check out the new music when it comes out, too. Can't wait for it. Bobby, so happy for you, man. It was an honor to be there. All right, there he is. Matt Carney. Get that signed vinyl. There's only a few of them left. mattcarney.com. All right, there he is. Matt Carney. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. Talk to you soon, buddy. All right. Yeah, I wonder, too, if it was awkward to play for two people, but it wasn't. We were singing the whole time. Yeah. Like, we get to the final part of the song, we were just singing it back. Uh, here you go. Here is uh, some of the live of Nothing Left to Lose. This is the song you played at my house, but this is from the live. Oh, I had a couple friends differently reached out and said, hey, Matt Carney played at my church. You know, he used to be a Christian, only doing Christian music. Really? I didn't he won a that. bunch of Dove Awards. Oh, wow. But he was like, back in the day before he blew up, he played at my church. That's cool. Oh, awesome. Uh-huh. So anyway, that was cool. Glad he would come on the show here. Uh, Renee in Wichita, Kansas, you are on the show. What's going on? So I had a quick question for you, Bobby. I wondered if you would contribute the uh, quarantine and COVID for uh, the relationship that you now have and being engaged here October 2020. I would say the speed of it was affected a little bit by it, for sure. Um, I wouldn't say the relationship at all. We were already, like, it was going great, and, you know, we were going back and forth. I think that because we had to just cohabitate quicker, it, it, it moved the timeline just a little bit. And I also think the fact that it was like, well... What are you going to do when quarantine's over? Because the quarantine's not happening now. But when quarantine's over, it was like, am I going to move back? And I was like, no, you're not. You should just move here. So I think it it slightly affected the timing, but I think it would have been the this, this same. I mean, I just found the right person, you know? Yep, I do. Well, congratulations to you guys. Thank you very much. Hope you have a great day. You too. Thanks. Let's go over to Josh, who is calling us from Mississippi. Hey, Josh, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? First of all, uh, I love y'all. And Bobby, congratulations on the engagement. It's beautiful. Thanks, bud. Uh, my question for you is, you know, I saw on TikTok, you don't usually reach out to artists. You said that. But I saw on TikTok, you reached out to uh, Sarah Beth, and I can't remember her last name. I'm curious, did she respond? Did we get to see her on our show, hear, hear her on your show? So, uh, have you guys seen this? Yes. So on TikTok, you can, a lot of country artists just post them singing, a lot of unsigned country artists. And her name is Sarah Beth Tate. And she posted this on TikTok where she's, she's playing. Ray, can you play some of her song, please? She said, I've been writing songs in Nashville for six years. I've never had a record deal or a song on the radio. And she's writing this as her song's playing over the top. But in the last few weeks, she had a, so all I did was do a duet video beside her so they show her at the same time. And when she said, hey, I just moved to Nashville six years ago, I'm like, oh, I moved here eight years ago. <laughs> then she said, I have uh, never been on the radio or had a record deal. And I was like, oh, well, funny thing, I have the biggest country morning show in the history of the world. You know, we're, we're, we have, we're all over the place. And then she was like, I'm doing this, going on Instagram, people are watching this video. I was like, wow, wow, wow. And then I was like, hey, why don't you come play on the show? Let's do it. So she, she did respond in the uh, messages. She said, OMG crying in my living room right now. Thank you so much. Talk soon. 
And then Mike D reached out to her. She's coming in next week. Yeah, her, her manager emailed and said that he'll come in next week, or she'll come in next week. He only comes in without her. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be so, here. honestly, except for this one TikTok, I haven't heard her. But I thought, let's give somebody a shot. That's, That's cool. That's awesome. People all gave us a shot. But I'm on TikTok, too, uh, Mr. Bobby Bones. Although they won't verify me for some reason. I mean, you would freak me out, dude, if I put a video up and then you send one back with you doing a duet with me. That's awesome. Like, really, that was pretty cool. Well, I hope you guys check it out. I'm always looking. As I, one, a guy I saw on TikTok once, I wrote with them. I was like, hey, you, you're funny. Come right at the house. I wrote with them. So I'm always looking for ways. That's I think awesome. that's kind of the new way that I look. TikTok? Yeah, it used to be heavy YouTube, and I would go to streaming playlists, but mm-hmm. those are so political, and especially the streaming playlists. And, and there's a little, little corruption there, I would say. So I don't even look at that anymore because it's just favors at this point. Yeah. So I'll go to TikTok and look and hit the country music hashtag and find country artists who aren't signed who are posting. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, appreciate that. Hey, Josh, thanks for bringing that up. I had forgotten all about that, but thanks for bringing that up, man. Um, no, thank you, and I think it's a wonderful thing. Y'all have a beautiful day. All right, man. You do. People have helped me out, so why why should I you know, refrain from helping other folks out? Who knows? She comes in and she kills it. Great. She comes in and she does fine. She'll take it and go, well, that was a cool experience. I wonder how I can get better. Yeah. So I get my first shot at the, the big leagues. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, looking forward to that very much, though. So. Um, what did I tease before we left? Oh, my my kids have Oh, yeah. oh that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Speaking of social media, I saw this on it. I saw this on your Instagram story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, tell them what happened. All right, so I'm watching Big. All the kids are there. We're all watching it because it's on a, a channel called Freeform, which is family friendly. They take regular movies and they censor them to where they don't have bad words or they take out the bad scenes or whatever. So I'm like just enjoying the fact that we can watch a movie without worrying about that. And then this part comes where one of the kids in Big says a-hole. You know, they say that word. But the real word. They say the word. Yeah. And and they've been bleeping other words throughout the movie. But in this one, they left the A word and bleeped the whole word. So <laughs> they left like, A and bleeped whole. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, why did they bleep the wrong one? So, they, they should have bleeped the whole thing. Because kids, what they do is when they see this stuff, they're like, oh, a bleep. There was something in there. But it's connected to whole. So, or it's connected to the A word. So they now they know the A word. They say the A word out loud. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why did you do this TV channel? So your kids are cursing. <laughs> Who was running that button? Who's the editor? <laughs> right. Because again, they should have edited A exactly. and whole. Exactly. All of it. Right. And if for some reason they're like, we're feeling a l- little frisky today, <laughs> you just bleep the A, you hear beep whole. Yeah. Because to me, that's go, the bad word. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the whole makes the A. It does, Bag. but it does, yes. So like they're like, but we, but the hole by itself doesn't. Correct. Hole is a hole in the wall, hole mm-hmm. in the ground. No, I get it. Yeah. Because it oh. could have been butthole. Correct. Someone sinkhole. Just <laughs> man, and they were nailing the whole movie. Like they're just getting everywhere. I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. They probably just threw one in there for fun. Eddie. Thank you guys. Appreciate that. <laughs> just to see if anyone was watching. Yeah, we're watching. If you get a second, go look at my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. Caitlin sent me a picture of her when she walked in and was proposed to, and she's surprised, but she made it a meme, and she wrote on top of it, when he remembers to rinse his plate. And she's, <laughs> she's very shocked by it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. She uh, made that. She, yeah. It's, she makes memes all the time, just sends them to me, and I was like, can I post it? She goes, no, this is just for us to be funny. I'm like, but this material is going to go to waste if we don't use it. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, she's funny. I'll double tap that. At Mr. Bobby Bones on Instagram. That, 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 that's it. What are you doing today? 
Um, we, I have some podcast stuff today, and then I think we're trying to maybe take my son golfing. I don't know if my husband's just going to do it, or I'll join them. Sounds like you want your husband to do it. Yeah, but I mean, I will go if that will make family time. So Shira has hair day today, so she's going to be getting her hair done for seven, eight hours. So she, like, we can really focus in on Stevenson if we want to. Yeah. So that's why. What about you? I'm going to go over to uh, Genesis Diamonds where I got my ring. They had given me, and I have one for you too, they had given me a ring cleaner. Ooh, okay. And so, but I didn't take it home because it was a hu- in a huge box. And I was, I can't let the ring cleaner be seen before I give away the ring. Yeah. That would oh, really yeah. set me off. That'd yeah. be bad. So I'm going to go today and pick that up. But they have one for you too. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. I think it's just a jewelry cleaner, a nice jewelry cleaner anyway. But I'm going to go do that and then I have to go to the Grand Ole Opry tonight. I do some uh, pre-taping for Saturday's Grand Ole Opry shows. So I'll do that tonight. Uh, I got a blind guy, like the blinds, putting up blinds. Not like window blind. blinds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, coming today. So Kaylin's in uh, business meetings all day today. So I got to make sure that everybody gets in. So uh, fairly busy day, but I'm, I'm about 90% illness-wise better. That's awesome. I'm almost there. I've been sick for over two weeks. It's taking a while. It's just sad in there. It's like that when you go to the, like you go into the mall and there's that one guy that's in the car and you're waiting for him to back out because there's no parking and you're just sitting there going, hey, I know you're going to, but then you're not sure if he just pulled in or pulled out. Yeah. You're just like, come on, man. There's no parking. Make a move. That's what I felt like with this illness. Interesting analogy. I like it though. It made sense. Thank yeah. You. When Thank the brake lights are on. It, you're just watching tricky. it frustrated. You're like, your lights are Let's on. Let's go. Either turn them off <laughs> or, or back out. Like get, kill me or, or be done. So... That's what's up. Bye, everybody. The Bobby Bones Show.